Welcome to Teleos, a podcast designed to equip parents and leaders as they make mature disciple makers of the next generation. For more resources, check out the show notes below. We're glad you're here. Now let's get going. Well, we are so glad to enter into our first main interview episode. So this is episode number two. Is that Phantom Menace? I'm trying to think what that was for Star Wars. We've got a big Star Wars fan on our hands. Uh, But today we have uh, Greg Maston. You guys may know him. He's been at Grace forever. And uh, he's worked his way up through the ranks uh, through many different jobs here. And uh, one of them being the job that I currently hold. So I shoved him out of the, the director position of the youth ministry. And Greg is now the director of disciple making here at Grace. Greg and I go way back. Um, he's been a mentor and a friend. And we've had a lot of uh, funny, some embarrassing moments. Mm. Um, Are we going to get to hear those? I hope so. Maybe one. Let me just say this, that <laughs> uh, you, you're not really... A close friend with someone until they've worn your pants. Yes, and uh, I'll leave it wow. at that. Maybe that'll come up later. But wow. yes, <laughs> yeah. So we are so excited to have you, Greg. Um, right. It's been a thrill to work with you over the years, and now that you can be here, interact with us a little bit, have some fun, and uh, yeah, welcome. We're so glad. Hey, thanks, you guys. Good yeah. to be here. Um, okay, so when we have new guests on here, um, something we did in our intro episode and something we'll continue to do, because this is a podcast uh, thematically around high school, we want to ask you, mm-hmm. what were you like in high school? Oh, all right. Kinda, yeah, here we go. The whole, the whole rundown. Here we go. Well, some of the people listening might actually know me from then, so that's a little scary, but oh, let, me, let me try to summarize it in a short story. They're going to know if you were lying. Well, I think it'll match up all right. He didn't say true story. He just said a short story. No, it's true. (laughs) This is completely true. A short story that kind of, uh, I think, gives a nice picture of who I was in high school. So I'll just do freshman year, walking in uh, to Spanish class a little early. You know, I got my books and got in there early because that's what I was doing back then. And uh, as I'm walking in, that that week I had just received, I had my braces taken off had that smooth tooth feeling. Oh, I just oh, yeah. love that feeling. And then I got that wire retainer with the little pink, you know, the pink thing that goes mm-hmm. up in the roof of your mouth and holds it mm-hmm. in place. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a little trick to those things and it took me a few days to figure it out, but you can suction it with your tongue and pull it down off the roof of your mouth rather than having to always touch it and pull it down with your hand. Uh. And so I had just mastered that <laughs> oh, maybe a few hours before <laughs> and probably in like an algebra or something like that. It makes just, a nice sound. Yeah, yeah, it does. And you just, wow, I finally got it. So I'm walking into Spanish class and then all of a sudden um, I feel a sneeze come on. And I sneezed and in that moment... Um, the suction thing happened with the retainer and it flew out of my mouth. I had turned my head, so it hit the wall next to me, that which was a, a, a blackboard, hit the blackboard, fell on the ground, and I thought, oh no. So I Don't. ran, I ran and grabbed it because it went a few good feet, you know. I, was, I had some, you know, it, it just let you know, you know, with COVID and everything the spray oh, right, right. It, it was a good representation of how far that spray can go oh, is how good. far my retainer flew. retainers so can fly yes. they can fly man and so it hit the wall lands on the ground and you know in the floor in spanish room and i'm thinking man i just got to go grab that before people walk in the room and you know so i go grab it and i shove it quickly back no. in my mouth without doing anything to it 
it's a little crunchy. Oh. Um, and I turn around thinking, yes, I at least didn't look like an idiot with people <laughs> watching me. And there in the corner of the room that I did not see when I walked in was one of the, I will just say, uh, most um, nice girls slash everybody knows her. She knows everybody. And you just think, wow, she's great. And she's sitting in the corner of the room and she's just looking at me with like disgust (laughs) and just shaking her head. And then I'm just like, oh, no. (laughs) So that's my life in high school. That kind of sums it up. That sums up your life. Those embarrassing moments where every day. Yeah. Where later in life you're wearing wearing your buddy's pants, you know. (laughs) So it's one misadventure to another. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Just add up. That's good. East oh. Peoria High School. Yeah. Right? Born That's and raised. Right. That's right. And uh, you've been in Peoria your whole life. Mm-hmm. So I think this is, what, your sixth job at Grace? What did you, <laughs> you, you counted them. I don't know if I've ever counted them. So I was, uh, I was um, let's see, custodian back at, at the you old were a building. I was, man. No way. Living the life. It was actually pretty fun. Got he had more access stories. to the church then than he does yeah, now, Yeah, I had actually. more keys. <laughs> yeah. I bet. So trusted with so many keys. Um, and then uh, I was the junior high intern for a summer, senior high intern for a summer, and then uh, came back full time student men, um, senior high, and then uh, let's see, young adults, the yams as we know them, and now uh, director of disciple making. So that's I didn't seven. count those even. I think so. that's seven. Wow, what a what a crazy Very thing! Very nice. Each one yeah. better than the last. And actually, you came on. It was my senior year, mm-hmm. and so I was I was not that connected in high you school. You were a football at that star, point. though. I was the football leather leather jacket, <laughs> looking smooth, sitting in the back. I, yeah, arms folded. I'm sure, not willing to listen. I, you might yeah. have had a goatee back then. Even I don't yeah, know. Maybe. You probably, probably could have had painted the... it on back then. Oh. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. I don't know. Yeah. But so you've been you've been on for quite a while. It's been a fun ride. Mm-hmm. We've had a lot of fun together. Uh, what's happening in your role and in your world right now through Decept- D- director of disciple making? Yeah. So obviously things with Corona kicking in and everything uh, that has always that has kind of put a wrinkle in a lot of planning and, and moving forward on things. But thankfully for life on life uh, discipleship and how we go about that here at Grace and developing. Um, disciples through um, thinking big about what God can do and starting small in a, in a smaller setting with just a few and going deep with them. Mm-hmm. And so with that in mind, you know, we've got a great number of people now who have um, really taken that on and are leading a number of our, our uh, groups. So we've got about 25 leaders um, and about 20 groups right now for Life on Life here at Grace. And it started with just one group just a few years ago. That's so. awesome. Greg, this year, I had reached out to several uh, different people who I felt have a heart for coaching, mentoring, encouraging. I asked you to come on board as a mentor parent. Um, Talk about that a little bit. First of all, why you said yes, um, because you might be hopefully not second guessing yourself. But what, what would you love to see come out of that, being a mentor parent for parents in the student ministry? Yeah. And I mean, I think I, I joined the team and then realized, oh, they're going to look to me for mentorship. So that's a little bit more, uh, you know, maybe I will back out. Maybe I just need to experience <laughs> that, which is always true, right? We always can grow. And even my last few days as a parent, I realized, man, I really could use uh, some great input from others. Yeah. So uh, with the title mentor parent, you know, I don't know if that carries much as much weight um, because of uh, I'm learning as well mm-hmm. at, at the stage I'm at with my children. 
But uh, I do think being a part of this community of parents that's forming up now mm-hmm. is going to be beneficial, not just for um, them, but but for me as well. Yeah. And in so, so that's one of the reasons why I was like, boy, I need this too. Yeah. Uh, and I'm happy to give. And I do, I do have some um, background in coaching and discipleship. So I think that's where I felt like I had something to offer more yeah. for parents. But I was just looking forward to it for my my own benefit, for my family's benefit too. I love that. I love that. And part of the reason I asked you is not only because I think you'd be great at it, but also because you've been developing um, kind of a, a workshop mm-hmm. uh, in the past year. It's, I know it's always, some, something's never done, right? right. It always can be tweaked. But tell us about that workshop that you've kind of worked on and that maybe we'll even bring here and do with the parents sometime. Yeah, so I... Uh, um, had a few reasons why that came about, and uh, one of them was just my own desire. Just you know, kids are getting older, my kids, and the window of time that you have with them before they're off to, to college and mm-hmm. beyond is it shrinks so quickly. Mm-hmm. And I was like, boy, I really want to be intentional yeah. with my kids and the time that I have with them. And understanding that more and more with my role in disciple making, that intentionality is so important. Um, with the time you have that that just created a little bit more urgency and then other things were just this you know this desire in my heart to see them walking well with the Lord mm-hmm. and truly understanding that that message of grace that we've heard so much uh, for years now that uh, they are they are deeply loved by the Father yeah and that's who we find our identity in is in Christ and not not in what we do, but who we are in Him, mm-hmm. and then responding to that. Uh, so I want them to be overwhelmed with God's love, and yeah. I, I wanted to be intentional about how I go about that and discipling them. Um, and then, you know, I attended, um, it's probably been a year and a half ago, we had George Barna here at Grace for a, a CEF mm-hmm. symposium. I like that word, <laughs> symposium. What Say that, that actually 10 times. Symposium. Um, it's, there you go. Thank That's you. It's fun. It is fun. Um, so they had a symposium here, and mm-hmm. they had George Barna come, who's this well-known Christian researcher. Um, so Barna listed off the most dominant influencing things that kind of shaped that worldview of a child. And mm-hmm. he said, of course, what we know, our family, right, the parents. He said government. That got my attention a little bit. But basically saying, you know, the laws um, say something is permissible. So the, the child is actually thinking, oh, that's then that's right and that's permissible um and then media media of course which of course we would have probably put on the list too but kids consume over sixteen thousand hours of media by the time they graduate high school so that's currently wow see what it's like i feel like that number might even be a little yeah it's probably a little on the yeah (laughs) on the conservative side there isn't it oh man but as he listed those off he said family he said government he said media those are the things that shape it he said it's actually reversed it starts with media as the the number one thing that's shaping a child's huh. worldview. Hmm. Its second is government, and the third is family. And wow. he says it's because parents are abdicating the responsibility to help kids shape their worldviews to those other two things, mm-hmm. to government and to media. That's interesting. And I think, I mean, especially this year, we look at this election year, we look at Black Lives Matter, we look at um, defund the police, that all that government stuff is actually coming through the media. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And they're all curating it. So it's interesting that media and government have been very kind of interlocked. Yeah, yeah, very recently. Totally. Interesting observation. So I want to make it clear though what I'm saying. I'm not saying they're the most influential 
Mm-hmm. I'm saying the parents are allowing them to be most influential. Uh, mm-hmm. And so we're, we're allowing the kids uh, to be, have those formed, to buy those things. It doesn't mean that we don't have more influence as parents. Um, and so that, that created more urgency. And then just this desire to create a workshop then um, came out of a, a couple other things too. Just one, um, uh, understanding more and more as I study how did Jesus make disciples. So it's, it's, it's this uh, understanding that God brings transformation from the inside out. Mm-hmm. And so from the heart out. And Jesus even said that when he spoke to the Pharisees, you, you fools, first clean the inside of the cup mm-hmm. so that the outside may be clean as well. Yeah. Um, and so having that understanding, and I was like, okay, how does that fit with parenting? How does that fit with um, how, how the Lord wants me to go about discipling my kids? Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, a lot of us have read Paul Tripp and people like that, so it studied those things like crazy. Yeah. Um, but I, I was just drawn in because of those desires to to be influential and to move that direction uh, with my kids' life, rather than letting other things um, start to disciple them and yeah. create uh, form their worldview. Well, and we should back up because when I gave the introduction, I didn't mention that you've got four of those little yeah. Uh, ninos, yeah. yeah, and they're all in that age range, mm-hmm. right? Well, yeah, so, two of them in the youth group now. Yeah, what's yeah. up with that? That is crazy. <laughs> You're in a kind of unique situation because yes. Um, I, you're the only one I know that's been in youth ministry for quite a while. A, a and now, little while. Well, but now has kids that are in the youth ministry used to be in charge of. It's pointing out my age, man. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I, I, I think it's amazing. It. I I it's it. a nice way of saying you're <laughs> old. Those are tears. I'm not crying. <laughs> How do you think that changes your perspective, seeing it from the outside almost first, and mm. then now seeing it from the inside with yeah. kids and like no, and knowing these facts and like, like right. for Andrew and I, and even John, because John has little ones. I'm not like, old yet. We're nope, not. <laughs> not yet. Nope, John's not we old. We don't experience it the same way that you do, like those right. facts. Like we see those facts and we're like shocked and it's like interesting that these yeah. are the things that are happening. But when you are living it, how mm-hmm. does that change your perspective? Uh, I think it's it's it changes it, obviously, because you're, once you have, John, John knows what it feels like to have children mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and what you would do for them and want for yeah. them. So that is built into this, but my urgency continues to to get become more and more because the window of that time is shrinking. You know, mm-hmm. all, all that to say, as a youth worker, you know, and you know now as a parent, man, I I feel what parents were feeling, and um, and I know what you were feeling about. Boy, we'd love to have them at everything and things like that. And boy, we, and then your parent, you want them to. Uh, be involved, but you also start to feel more and more the pressure of what am I, what do I need to do? And boy, am I equipped to do that? And mm. um, I'll tell you this, the, the one thing I know um, what's very beneficial is I don't, I don't think we're meant to do it alone. Mm. So having other parents, but having the leaders involved in our lives that they, they are connected to us and know our kids well, because there is a line of influence. There's somebody else that my kid um, they didn't want to listen to me about that one thing, but guess what? They listened to Kara. Like an or they extension of parenthood almost. Yeah, it's, well, yeah, it's a partnership mm. in discipling yeah, them. And, I love that. And so that is powerful. And parents, you know, allowing your kid to be involved and a part of uh, a group and working with the youth leaders so that they build relationships with your kids, it's a it's another way that God can really work in their lives. So, yeah, I love that. I, 
often think parenting is not done in a vacuum. Mm -hmm. And uh, so often we try to feel like we have to do it on our own or we have to just read the right book or read the right article. But really, it keeps coming back to relationship, that that parenting is done in relationship and in community with others. So Mm -hmm. I love that you're modeling that as we go forward. So a couple last things. Uh, Well, I have a question first. I have a question. While we're on the topic of having been a youth leader and a parent, I'm just, what's something... If you could think of just one thing that you did at summer camp as a youth leader <laughs> that you would absolutely not do <laughs> now that you're a parent. We can potentially edit this, this out. Yeah. So yeah. Feel, feel free to be real. <laughs> yeah. I think I think um just knowing probably as a young leader when I was in my young twenties, knowing when it was uh the right time to call home rather than just let something go. So maybe, you know, huh. instead of, hey, that kid's kind of got a cold or a fever, it looks like, and I'll just put him in his cabin. Well, that's a good time to call. You know? <laughs> his, arm's only, his arm's only mostly broken. Yeah. It's oh not God. all yeah. the way broken. It's really so. a flesh room. Yeah. <laughs> when it swelled up, it looked almost normal then. After yeah. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, so, you know, things like that that just come with uh, age more so but you know i had john vanny with me so safety first baby and he oh, was yeah. right there mm-hmm. helping me along the way so um, <laughs> we we made the right call all the time every what are you talking time, about every, every time. help that my mom was there the camp nurse yeah, <laughs> yeah we that, was, we, that was we, really the that's how you do it you stack your team with people oh, yeah. who've got the got the wisdom and the skill yeah and, you need a uh, lawyer before. you need a doctor <laughs> We need a counselor. Engineers, man. We got to build, build those fun things. That's right. So, that's that's a right. country song about this, I think. Yeah. And a bus driver. Got to yeah. have, oh, have Darren. Man. We'll do an episode sometime where we just talk about the, the, the glory and the pitfalls of uh, youth ministry and yes. the memories oh, of I'm that. I'm so excited. Yeah. yeah. So, Greg, do you, um, as you think about your heart for parents, I know you are one. You're right in the midst of this. So you're, mm-hmm. you're a leader. You're in the ministry. Mm-hmm. You're also a parent. Um, what are some things that you would want to communicate that you would just want to encourage parents mm-hmm. who are listening with? Cause you know, we, we joke around, but some of them are really struggling right now. Mm-hmm. Some of them are really wrestling through things. Some of them are doing okay, mm-hmm. but they actually may be on a different trajectory than what God might want. Yeah. But what are some thoughts that you have on that, that you would want to speak to parents? Sure. First, first I'll say this. I, I think the class that's coming up, um, in the near future with uh, Jeff Ringenberg leading it and walking through um, Paul Tripp's book, Parenting. Yeah. That's a great place, a great foundational place to You're saying to a, parent, a parenting class? Yeah, that yeah. class would be a great one to attend and be yeah. a part of. But I, I'll say, just give you something that I've been uh, working on and part of the workshop even and things like that. But, you know, uh, again, with Barna, when he spoke, he really kind of hit me. I didn't realize it till later on. But mm-hmm. when he spoke at Grace... Um, he brought up, you know, what's what's one of the number one things that um, parents can do to help their child in their spiritual development? And mm. he said it more than once. He said to listen well and ask good questions. Hmm. Listen well and ask good questions. And that stuck with me, and he described it as coaching. Mm-hmm. And coaching is something I actually got I'm certified in, do a lot, where you, you're basically just helping helping somebody look at things from different angles, asking questions that help them think through it in different angles. Mm-hmm. But it's also something where you can help them get to the root of, you know, what what is the desire here? What are you what are you what's motivating you to move forward with this? 
or to make these decisions. And and so that that really intrigued me. So I went up yeah. to him afterwards and say, hey, I really like what you're saying about parents learning to coach their kids. What should I read? Where should I go? And he said, oh, I don't have anybody. <laughs> I don't have anything. I was like, oh. But that, that drove my motivation. It's like, boy, I'm going to uh, look into this more mm. and uh, pursue it. And so I'm I'm practicing now and and mm-hmm. and trying to gather powerful questions that I can use, but even pass on to other parents. But I, I would tell you now, practice listening well to your kids. You know, James talks about be quick to listen, mm-hmm. slow to mm-hmm. anger, uh, slow slow to speak, and, and uh, slow to anger. Whoops! What quick to listen? <laughs> slow to speak. Oh, they were both slow. Why were you struggling? What happened? Why, <laughs> slow I and I was steady a, wins the race. Right? Yes. Pastor or I something? thought I got a seminary degree. Yeah. Quick to listen, <laughs> slow to speak, and slow to become angry. There you go. Woo! Thank yeah. you. Um, with that in mind, you know that anger. It's not gonna. It's not gonna develop the righteousness in them, and it's mm. not gonna develop it in you either. It's it's uh-huh. not good for either of you yeah. to have that be your first response to anything. Mm. Yeah. So how can you? How can you be quick to listen? And just as you come into those times when you see your child's indicator lights going off, which are their emotions just Mm -hmm. skyrocketing one way or another, try to step back, not take it personally, and listen well, ask good questions, and and let the Lord participate in that conversation. Don't feel like you have to just drive a point home, but listen well first, is what I would say. Sounds like this might take some time to learn how to do well. You know, (laughs) when an indicator light comes on in my car, I've got the manual that says what the light means. And you look at the manual? In my kids' (laughs) lives, when the light comes on, it's kind of like, it's more just like a question mark that comes up (laughs) and don't know exactly what it means. So it sounds like you've done this before. Mm -hmm. In fact, I know you have. But is that something that even through some of your trainings that you offer about how to be a better listener and how oh, to go, totally. how to be present with kids? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. I'm, I'm, my kids are the poor guinea pigs, but it's paying off <laughs> because it's interesting. My, my daughter, um, not a, a while back, was, uh, was just um, not listening to me and not listening to her mom. But I went down, I went up in my room and she was downstairs and her big brother was down there and he had overheard some of that. And so I heard him starting to listen and ask her questions. Oh mm. man. And, so it, cool. and he walked her right through questions that I've asked him a thousand times. So, oh, so, so cool. not only, not only does it benefit you, but you're, you're ingraining in them the value of being, let's, let's gain some more awareness here. What's going on. Let's see what God's doing and what yeah. he wants to do. Um, so it, it's powerful That's and awesome. it doesn't take much. If I can do it, you all yeah. can do it. I guarantee it. Yeah. yeah. It sounds an awful like, like, like discipleship. No, so, come on. Yeah, John, come yeah, on. I love yep. that. Nope. That's good. Well, we're going to pray for you in a moment, but I, I know that you're also getting going with your own podcast mm. and, uh, mm. I want I want everyone wow. to hear Everybody's about that. Yeah, yeah. This is the, it's kind of this, uh, what is it like Ford versus Chevy? Yep. Like oh, in the man. early days, yeah. It's gonna like be who's going to be on the lead? Blu-ray oh, versus HD DVD? Like <laughs> That's you know. Be, yeah. But tell right. us about your podcast, yeah. the one that you're excited Plug about. Plug yourself. Plug myself. All right. Well, hey. Well, I think it's. I'm excited about it. It's not. It's a it's good not, idea. I love it. I'm excited. I'm excited for I'll be listening. Well, maybe I'll tell you what it is. You can say that again. No, that's good. Yeah, I've already told you. That's good. You know what it is. Well, it's it's pretty simple because I'm thinking about these winter months coming up. I'm thinking about the outdoor service kind of shutting down here in Mm -hmm. a in another couple weeks, at least from where we're recording this. Um, And so I'm just uh, 
wanting those connections that I would normally get on a Sunday morning at church. And where do you get the most where you just feel like, boy, I got to run into the people that I love to see. And I was surprised by, oh, I saw somebody who hasn't been around for a little while. Mm -hmm. Um, I got to talk to so-and-so about this ministry thing that just I wanted a little more info on, that kind of thing. And I thought, boy, man, that's that's what I'm missing is those kind of special connections that you'd make Mm -hmm. in the atrium. So the podcast is actually called the atrium. Ah, oh, yes. man, that's so creative. Here's my little oh, golf clap for that. You. I, I love that. It's very clever. I thank like you. it. Yeah, so the atrium is the name of it, and it's obviously not going to be something that everybody in the whole world's going to want to listen to. Mm-hmm. It's very specific to our Grace family mm-hmm. and just another way for us to have a connection. And so I'm looking forward to, I've already got a nice little list in my mind of the people that I want to interview because it'll be primarily interviewing people from grace that you just love to see on a sunday Mm -hmm. um, or would love to catch up with but also people that are you know part of the the planning committee the search committee for our new senior pastor those kind of things that Mm -hmm. we can hear and understand a little bit more um, what's god doing in the lives of the ones we really care about and what's he doing with our church and so It'll be simple. Uh, it'll be fun. Um, I love and, that. And then I'll have you guys on. We'll have some oh, good times yeah. there. Right. Little, I'll pay you, pay it back a little bit. Oh, a reunion podcast <laughs> yeah. for our first see podcast. See you in the atrium. Yeah, yeah, I like that. That's see good. You the, welcome yeah. to the atrium. Welcome <laughs> to the atrium. It's like the Thunderdome, but a little bit different. Yeah. Just a, <laughs> <laughs> Just a little bit. <laughs> That's a right. So, so we've kept people waiting long enough. Before I pray, I think we need to fin- We need to tell this story. Oh, the Panda because It's important. Yeah, we need to be on the up and up here. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll, it is pretty I, awful, but okay, it's, you know, wait, 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 wait just to it. hold it off one tiny more second. Uh, the, I don't know if it was mentioned, but uh, it was the, the parent um, class was mentioned. If uh, if somebody listening wants to get involved with that, what's a way they can get connected? Yeah. So that's John that doesn't start up till January. So okay. Jeff Ringenberg um, is getting ready for it. He's done the class several times with a lot of good feedback. And it looks like it'll probably be on a Wednesday night in January, but we will email parents. Oh, we yeah. will You'll know. communicate that out. Oh, we'll boy. probably even have Jeff on before then, so he'll talk with, oh, about that. I think you should go door to door and let parents know. Yeah, <laughs> invite <laughs> people. Yeah, it's yeah. what well, it's a great book. It's a great class. And so we're You got interns. That. They can do that. We that's can, right. Yeah, that's yeah. what we're here that's for. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, just on that same vein, the workshops that you're doing, yeah. who is that for? How can people get in? Yeah, touch with you to do I think you, you'll probably get a chance uh, in the new year as well, just through uh, you guys and John um, offering that out at some point. So um, that'll be that'll be something that we put on your radar too. But I'm excited about it. I've already got it kind of um, pretty well prepared and ready to uh, ready to use. But I, I think it's going to be a good experience and uh, probably be a you know, a, a Sunday or a Saturday morning kind of thing or something along those lines where it's just a few hours where we can uh, walk through the workshop. And then I'll offer, you know, follow-up uh, probably once a week coaching on Zoom uh, for parents as they work to apply some of that. Because it's, you know, to get just a workshop and have it be that, you oftentimes just go home with whatever notes you have, you put them on mm-hmm. the desk, and maybe you think about it once in a while. But to have somebody... And a group, you know, if they if if people are willing to come back, uh, a group who will join up with you and help you uh, work through those steps and make that progress that you're hoping to make with your yeah. family. So that's awesome. I love okay, that. onto the pants. Pants. All right, here it goes. So we were on our way to be the MCs at the reception of the wedding reception of uh, Matt D. Leonardi and Laura 
was then Block, now Laura D. Leonardi. So um, they, it was up in Chicago. Can't remember which town. John drove. And we were yeah. with our wives even. Our wives were with us. Yeah, it was a nice It was a nice beautiful day. Event, yeah. I think we had to take off right after Sunday school or something. That wasn't it a Sunday? I think so. Yeah, yeah. so we had uh, something along those lines where we were taking off. Um, and so we had to bring our suits. We, of course, needed to look nice. So I grabbed my suit bag, threw it in the car, and I was wearing shorts because, you know, we're driving up. Uh, it was the summer. Yeah, it was the summer. So we're driving up and uh, wearing shorts. And we get up there and John and I hustle because it's getting close to time to start and everything um, for the wedding. And so we're, we're hustling in the and, and bathroom. And both of us are uh, in stalls next to each other and we're changing. And uh, I <laughs> unzip that bag and I see my beautiful jacket, you know, for my suit in there. And mm. I, I open it up and, <laughs> and there's my tie hanging there. But my tie is the only thing hanging there. Oh, no. There is no 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 pants, pants. <laughs> no pants, zero pants. And then there's I'm looking a, usually down. Usually at least one pair in there. But yeah, yeah, I'm looking down. I got my shorts on, man. <laughs> I'm in Chicago. The wedding's about to start. There's no time to run to a Target or anything. And then I should clarify: this was not a shorts type of wedding. No, <laughs> so, totally. This I, is, I, what, what's a, what is a shorts type of wedding? I don't know. Uh, yeah, yeah. Outdoorsy, yeah, you know, yeah. a little more laid oh, back. Okay, okay. This was like the, you know a nice wedding, real nice, real nice, real nice. So the shorts guy wouldn't have cut it. So instead, <laughs> um, I'm standing there looking at it, and I'm realizing I can't make it to any store. And I, idea comes to my mind. The retainer literally flew out of his mouth <laughs> yep. and hit the wall. Ding. It was such a great idea. And that idea. was the indicator to John. There's something wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, no, I, I knocked on the stall next to me and said, hey, man, um, I don't have any pants. <laughs> and I said, I don't, I don't, can you, can I borrow your pants? Because I knew he wore, he wore some khakis at least that day. Oh, yeah. my god! And so I thought that'll go with whatever I got. That's fine. Yeah. And uh, John, you want to add anything to that? It was that that moment where it's that true test of friendship. Yeah, how did you feel? What was going through your mind at that moment? Well, I was already dressed in my suit. I had packed my pants like a normal person would. (laughs) And and I was wondering why Greg was taking a little bit longer. And so with that ask of pants... I, I had a brief moment. Like, I, Greg and I are not the same size. No, you know, we're. I, you, if you I'm know a big M- guy, MC Hammer. I'm just saying that. That's yeah, what I'm I looked a, like. I'm I was a, the MC that day, but I was also MC, MC Hammer. Was MC Hammer, which was good because we were DJs. No, I, you know, I said, of course, yeah, you can have my. Piece. Did you have a good, good belt? Um, he had I, that belt cinched real tight. Yeah, how, <laughs> I, was, I had the belt for my shorts still. Somehow I will remember to wear, wear a belt that day. So yeah. yes, the belt belt was cinched great. But the pants were like the big, yeah, they were airy. It was a summer. It was a summer wedding. They were nice and airy. It was not the look. Back then was when everybody's going to skinny (laughs) jeans, and you got boys wearing girls' jeans all the time because they're wearing the skinny jeans. But not, I'm not going that way. I want the opposite. Long story (laughs) short, long story short, we were the best DJs ever. We knocked it out. Except the iPod that they gave us didn't have the song on it they wanted, so we had to we mixed it up. We mixed it up. It was awesome. Wow. So there yep. you have it. Yep. I'm in There you go. It was a good time. Good time. Good I'm time. telling you, they were still warm, though, when I put them on. <laughs> I, I hope I, uh, I have a 
good friend somewhere that would let me borrow his pants someday. There's so many books it. out about hospitality. I mean, like just welcoming people mm. into your home. The gospel comes there from warm pants. There aren't yeah, books I mean, about like it. you could write. I mean, lending them a cloak, you know, lending them the tunic, give them two tunics. So I was, you know, those things are going through. He my should mind, have gave you so. two pairs of pants. Yeah, yeah. well, I've got, you know, really though, it's probably after the tunic thing is the pants. So I, I yeah. went right for the the, <laughs> the pants, pants back of, then. So. Yeah, well, that's true. That's true. Thanks, Kara. <laughs> I like to add some things. Yeah. Yeah, you did Sometimes. It. You did it. You well, did this it. will go on and on forever. Greg, we would love to have you back sometime. All right. And uh, it's fun to hear about your heart, about your life. It's been uh, it's been a good ride. So Sweet. Can I uh, pray for you? Oh, and sure. And then we'll definitely. let you go. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for Greg. We thank you for his life, his ministry, his friendship, his mentorship. And uh, even just personally, I thank you for the great influence he's been over me and the great help he's been for me. Even I owe this job in many ways to him, uh, him opening up the position for me and, and then vacating it for me so that I could take his position. And so I just thank <laughs> you for uh, the many blessings that he is. I thank you for his heart for parents. And I pray that that has come through today. And that as we move forward, there would be many great opportunities for us to love you and love others and make disciple makers mm. of this generation and the generations to come. We thank you for this time and we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thanks, buddy. Thank you. Thank you. Well, we will see you guys next time. Greg, thanks so much. Yeah. Bye-bye. Yeah. Take it easy. Bye.